Hey, y'all. Rise and shine, and welcome to the People Purpose Podcast, the show that explores all the ins and outs, challenges and opportunities, HR, people managers, and things all people face at work every single day. I am one of your co-hosts, Chaz Fields, and I am joined by my temporary British citizen, Julie. (laughs) <laughs> temporary very much so yes um yeah. because uh i'm i'm here because i have a passport and i'm not, you know, I'm not here not here forever so i'm in london Chaz. um i know in, in london and and you know folks can probably hear the background noise behind me and that's okay um because where am i uh you are at google mixed and we have shared over the last couple episodes the people purpose podcast goes international uh however I'm not there, which is a bummer. No, I, I was already scheduled. I'm, it's a bummer. We could have went out. I love London. It's a beautiful city. I sent you some recommendations, uh, but it's it's a it's an exciting city. However, what people don't know is it is currently 3:54 a.m. in Dallas, Texas, and it is 10:50 or 9:54 a.m. there in the UK. So it is, but my body's not really sure what time it is. I actually, <laughs> I actually flew here from HR Tech in Las Vegas, which is a full. Uh, I believe it's 10 hours. Um, not 10 hours. Yep. Yeah, 10 hour time difference. I, I, I didn't. I didn't really know. I don't really know what day or time it is, um, but that's okay um, right. because this is a fantastic, uh, fantastic event here, um, and we're. Go- I know we're going to talk about it. So, um, you know, I, I guess uh, should we should we start off and and should we you know ask ourselves tell me some, something, tell me something good? good. Yeah. yeah. If we if we sound like we're out of it, folks, it's because we are. Um, so, <laughs> um, let me tell you something good. Okay, so. Something good is that here in London, I just happened to be here at a time when the Ravens, the Baltimore Ravens, a team that I root for, they're also here. So there's actually a lot of people like from the Baltimore area, which is yeah. so weird. Yeah. You know, um, they're like, and I have friends who, when I posted on Instagram that I was going to, I was coming here to London, they're like, wait, you're in London. They're like, we're in London. I'm like, what? I'm like, yeah. yeah. So it's like, I haven't seen these folks in a long time. It yeah. would be really funny if somehow I'm able to hang out with them. Converge in a foreign do, country. And I had to do it, you know, hundreds yeah. of miles, thousands of miles away uh, across the pond, Chaz, as they say. Across the pond. Yeah. Yes. It's not, it's yes. not a bad flight either, especially, I mean, it's a little bit longer from Vegas, but you know. No, I it was a bad from, flight. It was, it was 10 hours. Oh, that, I, I, you know what? It's not that had you went from the Northeast where you live, I think yes. it would have been just fine. But that, that four extra hours is, I mean, that's, that's a good yeah. flight. Then, yeah. And then when I, when I fly home, uh, I'm actually flying to Iceland. Oh, that'd be pretty. And yeah. I'm having, well, I'll be able to see the airport. I'm having, I have a layover in Iceland, which is actually a pretty tight layover for an international uh, flight. So I may be hanging out in Iceland. We'll see. Um, but yeah. So it's anyway, a nice girl. I love yeah, it. but, but we wanted to, we wanted to bring the, the podcast international, you know, we, we have a lot of international listeners. We do. Um, and, and, you know, the topics that we talk about, I think sort of transcend international waters. 
Um, and I think before I start talking about this, I should ask you what's something good. Hey, you know what, Jamie? You're not firing on all the cylinders. That's okay. No, I, I didn't want to feel included into the podcast. Okay. Oh, not at all. Well, no, I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, something good is I'm super excited uh, that we'll get to see each other next week. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm, I'm still, you know, it's morning. I'm still waking up, but uh, I got another good. day, Jules. I got another day. So we're going to make the best of it. That's something good. Yeah. Uh, And hopefully we get done with this podcast and and I still have time to work out before I have to go catch a flight to go to Wisconsin. So, um, you know what? We're, we're just happy to be here. Wisconsin, London, same thing. Okay. So, um, (laughs) should we talk about, should we just get right into the business side of the day? Um, Yeah. So I'll I'll let you go ahead and talk about that. Yeah. So this is really cool. So Julia mentioned that she's at Google next. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that in a second and some of our partnerships and what we do with Google here at UKG. But I found this interesting. I found this on medium.com that talks about data consumption, right? Data consumption, Julie, we know AI, if you listen to the last episode around HR tech, uh, that we use a lot of data and AI is just a massive uh, tool that consumes data as well. So I just, I wanted to know how much data do we use, right? So from our friends at medium.com, 200 petabytes, P-E-T-A bytes, B-Y-T-E-S, Google it if you want to know how it is measured, of data per day is processed by Google search alone, okay? How many zeros in a petabyte? That's a lot, a lot. Just pull it up. Peta, peta. All right, I'm gonna. I want to Google that. Yeah. So most modern computers have at least one terabyte hard drive in them. So take two hundred thousand terabytes of them, and that's how much data Google search is handling per day. First thoughts, Jules. Uh, that's a lot. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, I said. believe I'm trying to figure out here how many zeros that is. I believe a petabyte is, okay, Chaz, I'm not good at math. Um, So it says 10 with a little 15 above the 10. So is that, uh, (laughs) that's a lot. (laughs) Terra, yeah, Terra. Peta means uh, a trillion. Oh, one, okay. One petabyte is 1,000 terabytes. So some estimate... Uh, some folks estimate that a petabyte is the equivalent of 20 million tall filing cabinets or 500 billion pages of standard printed text, which I think um, are most HR folks that have manual processes. <laughs> they have, yeah. <laughs> you have some payroll people um, here saying, yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. absolutely. Hey, I also want to mention, Chaz, that, you know, we have, we have our booth here at UKG and you might hear applause. So oh, when I first got here, I think we have a wheel that folks are spinning to win prizes. And I said, what, why, are, why are people applauding? One of the, win, one of the ways to win is just our, we, we clap. <laughs> That's it. It's just applause in our booth. It's fantastic. I yeah, I love yeah. that. It's fantastic. It's the little thing. So, so I, I guess it is. So the Google search, the data consumption, Jules. Yes. Do you, do you think that's a lot or do you think that's a little? No, it's a lot. Of course, it's a lot. It's more than any any of us can ever comprehend in our brain, and that's the and that's the thing. You know, I mean, we we say these words: metabyte, terabyte, uh, petabyte, whatever the byte. And that right. petabyte Exabyte. is smallest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's crazy. Um, and it's it's just you know it's why we have conferences like this. Right. Um, Google Google has this conference, this Google Cloud Next conference in 
in the U.S., um, here in London. Um, I'm sure they have it other places in the world, too. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important for us um, to I, I kind of want to talk a little bit about what I'm doing sure. here or, or yeah, what, yeah. what we are doing here sure. and what Google Cloud Next is. Okay. So it, it's really where decision makers and developers and really anybody who's um, who's passionate um, about uh, about this kind of stuff, uh, the AI, of course, um, cloud computing, yeah. they come together to share challenges, solutions. They talk about ideas and really learn new game changing technologies. Yeah. Um, there's so many innovations in AI and, and data security. And what we do here is. Basically, folks are, are learning how they can make the most of this generative generative AI. There's there's rooms here uh, in this in this area where it just says like AI room or AI demo room, right? Yeah. You can just yeah. walk in and, and experience new products and, and, and that kind of thing. So that's um, really cool. I, I guess it's important also for us to talk about our uh, relationship UKG. Uh, with uh, with Google. Uh, do you want to go ahead and talk about that? Yeah. So this, you know, this is really kind of an education episode about partnerships to some degree and kind of our presence globally, since we do have a global audience. Oftentimes we take the time to talk about better practices and processes and things like that. Um, wh what I want to talk about a little bit, not only the Google partnership, but like what's the breaking point for us as practitioners and leaders to, to reach out and maybe find a partner that's better to do certain things within our tech stack. You know, Julie, everywhere we go, oftentimes it's like, oh, we we have a partner. We want to be a partner when we're at things like Google Next or HR Tech. And I think it's important for our listeners to understand that although UKG is amazing and everything they do, you know, we have great partnerships with Google, right? And, and Google is a, a, I'm sure everybody's heard of Google if you haven't. That's okay. Reach out to us. We'll talk. Um, but because of our global presence, we lean heavily, um, you know, on large companies like this, like Google, to really set parameters on business growth, right? So uh, what's cool about this is, you know, when we use Google or when we say Google is our partnership, we talk about it from a Gen AI perspective. We talk about the cloud. Um, we talk about data and services and what does that mean? So the cool part about it, I want to talk about the cloud for a second, Julie, because I think when we people say the cloud, they're like, oh, yeah, it's yeah, we understand it. Well, no, no one understands what the cloud is, so, um, so, so, but, but you're going to, you're going to answer the question. For yeah, all yeah, of yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so the cloud has a, a lot of different things, right? The cloud, the cloud is really, um, think about it like servers, right? If you remember, um, when, when technology and the tech boom, we had what was called on-premise, right? You had kind of like your storage in a back office closet that IT ran and nobody's really allowed to go in that closet because if you touch something, you lose the internet, right? You lose the place that things are stored. Um, over the course of time and development, essentially think about the cloud as multiple servers that talk to each other. So you're in London, I'm here in Dallas, right? And then maybe there's a third location, Iceland. Uh-oh, we lost you, Jules. Let me pause. And she's back. Hey, Jules. I am back. Sorry, I you dropped back. your internet. We're, That's okay. We're at, we're, at, we're at the mercy of Google's internet. Uh, oh. no, 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 no. You can imagine, Chaz, there are thousands of people here right. utilizing the internet. So 
I'm probably taking up the most bandwidth of all of them. <laughs> with, with the video jet. <laughs> yeah. So, so going back to the cloud, you know, essentially if there's three locations or multiple locations, that information, tra- you know, transfers or moves, right, from a stable state from one location to another. So it's, it's, it's constantly backing itself up if you will. So, so what happens is like, think about on your phone, right? You take a picture um, that then uploads to your cloud, whatever platform you have. And then, you know, if your phone gets thrown to the bottom of a lake, you have the ability to get a new phone. And then that information is extracted to the new phone. Right. So that's kind of how the cloud works. It's, it's constantly moving information so you can keep your storage, you know, your, your stuff is backed up. Right. And, and making sure that, you know, for, from a business function that you don't lose the data and information that you have. And that's just like one piece of it, right? Like that's just the storage. But then you think about how information flows from uh, artificial intelligence and data infrastructure. You think about um, artificial intelligence, big query searches. We talked about the data when you're on, you know, just using Google search. And then there's other things that that these large clouds or supercomputers or things that that Google offers from a tech stack that helps you compute information. Um, that's just one piece for the data. And then there's, you know, from an AI perspective, you can set parameters around your business rules. You can um, extract information more specifically from a data perspective or clean bad data, right? We often talk about bad data in your system as bad data out of, you know, bad decision-making out. Um, and then also data transformation. So what's cool about the partnership with Google and UKG is that we optimize, you know, both uh, from modeling perspective, but information that makes it easier for you to consume and make better decisions. And that is a very narrow, like that is as, as, as layman as I can get it, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think we want to go too deep into uh, the, the intricacies here, but I think it's important when we talk about partnerships because you know, there's so many things that or like Google can't be Google without their partnerships. True. And we and UKG isn't as robust without our partnerships and right. all companies, right? Major organizations, you know, you have to have people who are helping. So the fact that Google has this fantastic product, mm. cloud product that we're yeah. able to, you know, utilize to make our systems better, uh, safer. And more uh, more robust, <laughs> right. um, it is 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 just a benefit for, for all of us. And finding a partner that, like Google that's like minded that is uh, you know really uh, interested in, in moving the needle forward, right. um, I, I think I think is definitely important too. So you know we UKG is an early partner of Google's cloud yeah. enterprise grade gen AI and large language models um, through yep. what's called vertex AI and I know that's a lot of information here right but right, right. really what you need to know is that Google and us UKG we we are just united in the fact that gen gen AI is this extremely powerful tool right um, and you know <laughs> we uh, UKG I, I 
and Google, right? We have a rich history uh, and, and responsibility of using AI across our HCM and workforce management solutions. Right. So, so this is just something else that, that we're just sort of doubling down on. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that uh, our customers, um, our prospective customers are going to see so many improvements uh, moving forward because the rapid pace of technology is just that it's rapid. <laughs> yeah. I want to, I want to go a little bit deeper though. Like for the, for those that are listening in our international audience, yeah. how, like from a practitioner perspective, when we think about partnerships and we think about the breaking point of is this enough with whatever solution that we have, right? What is the breaking point? Um, you know, oftentimes, Julie, when I'm, when I'm working with specific companies, I, I see that they rely maybe too much on a product person or thing in business, right? Like let's use Excel, for example, a company that operates specifically out of Microsoft Excel and, you know, there's a lot of manual process. There's a lot of time consumption. It really puts us in a tough position to kind of highlight the actual business needs because of the limitation of what they have, right? So if I'm solely using Microsoft Excel to do things within my organization, you know, I kind of have a, a narrow vision. And I'm not saying that, that, that you're wrong for that. For those of you who listen, like, yeah, our company only uses Excel, but it does put downward pressure on our people when we don't have good partnerships or don't understand when the time is to reach out. So let me ask you this, you know, in, in your practitioner days, the breaking point, right? When you realized this is not enough, right? How, how did you go about asking for help? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, step one is knowing when it's not enough, because for a long right. time I was using the Excel spreadsheets and the Word documents and just mm -hmm. the stuff that just wasn't. And that's when I, the way I went about asking is I, I just simply did. I said, listen, this is where we are. We're right. being, I'm being asked to provide this data. I don't have a good way to extract the data, nor do I have a good way to collect the data mm -hmm. um, because you have to collect it before you can extract it. Right. So, um, so I, I said, oh, we have to get a system. And that's right. when, you know, I started the RHCM transformation at the organization and, you know, um, it, everything changed at that point. And, you know, back then, which is really only four ish years ago, we, we, we didn't have a lot of this conversation, you right. know, the AI stuff and all of that. So the capabilities of HCM systems now, especially UKGs, mm -hmm. um, is uh, they're just exponentially better um, and they're continuing to get better. And through our partnerships, international partnerships with organizations like Google um, and others, uh, we're yeah. able to provide so many more tools for HR and business folks to, to really uh, level up their business um, and, mm -hmm. and level up their employee experience, which is what we're yeah, I, I like that you mentioned the breaking point, if you will, where it just is what it is. I think a lot of companies don't necessarily know that they can do that. So it's good to hear you say that. I remember working with a company not too long ago that they were asking for something very, very specific to their business, right? And listen, we're best in class workforce management and human capital management software. Like that's what we are. Um, but there was, I don't want to call it a limitation. There were ways that we could go about it, but it wasn't as efficient as the customer would like. 
So when I was in implementation, I kind of had this moment and you said it without you saying it is there has to be a better way. Like there has to be a way to do this. So I reached out to a partner of ours and said, Hey, is this something that you can build and do for us? And, you know, our product got the customer there 90% of the way. And then there was that 10% that really meant a lot to them. If you can figure this out, we would be really forever grateful. Right. And that's, that's the experience that we want to provide. And what was great about that is we understood the need and the desire and the business outcome. Right. And I think that's what you said is we had to, we had to understand the need, like there has to be a better way, right? There has to be a better way. You understood the desire. Well, of course I want to get you hundred percent of the way there, but the business outcome from that 10% working with the third party to get them what they need I mean, this was this was really, really important to them. And more important is it makes us look really, really good, right? And being outside of the bubble, talking about me and, and having worked in other systems and experiences and areas, we were able to come in and, hey, we can solve this, right? But we as UKG also leveraged a partner in that situation that hey, they specialized in this. And guess what? Boom. Got the customer 100% of the way there. We're happy. And they're happy. So I, I really appreciate that perspective, Julie, because we 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 have to remember that if we don't ask, we're not going to get it, right? Like if we don't ask, we're never going to get the answer or the results that we need. So what's, it, what's kind right. of another area like from a from a prescriptive or decision-making perspective, like how, how would you utilize that kind of strategy, if you will, based on past experience? Yeah. I mean, based on past experience, I think that, um, you know, just <laughs> talking, talking about this stuff, it, it's really bringing me back and it's, it's getting me to a point where I'm like, I'm remembering everything that I just didn't do. Right. Um, and, and I really think, you know, the decision-making thing, um, it's where it's where you know Google and UKG I think are at the forefront of helping out the future of business here, right? Because utilizing our tools and the power of our tools together, it's going to help HR people and and other business leaders right. make decisions better, make decisions faster by leveraging things like AI and machine learning and Gen AI, really um, across a lot of multiple data entry points, yeah. and it can help us to understand how to help people versus just knowing that our people need help. Because we all know that our people need help. We all know that we want to create a better employee experience. But do we really know how to do it? So by having these tools at our disposal, you know, Chaz, there's something else that I think it's important for folks to realize. You know, we talk about HCM transformation and new HR tools. There's a lot of HR people and business people that probably don't realize or they think, how am I ever going to do this myself? Speaking of partnerships, we have a lot of implementation partners who can help to implement the product. That's so right. it's, it's not that you're out there on an island and have to do it all alone because as I say all the time, I never saw an HR department that was overstaffed. Right, so, right. Or right. an IT department that doesn't an have IT another department. project. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 exactly. So yeah. so important to recognize it's it's the partnerships go well beyond, you know, the things that we're talking about today um, right. from, from being able to help, uh, help you level up your business, move your business forward. Um, and that kind of thing. So I, I love yeah. the perspective that that 
how to help people versus knowing our people need help. Gen yeah. AI is going to help be prescriptive, right? Yeah. So I, I, I think I've shared this before. I've been working with our product in the background a little bit on the future of our product and, and some of the technology that will be announced in the very near future and, and providing recommendations, right? You know, it, it's not that Gen AI or artificial intelligence will make the decision for you. Now, that's 100% feasible if that's the path that you want to go. We do it often in our workforce management solution when it comes to auto-approve or shift swapping and things like that, right? Um, but sometimes we just need a little guidance, right? Sometimes we need just a, a recommendation or a nudge to be like, hey, Julie is overworked or on the verge of burnout or whatever the situation may be. Maybe you want to go have a conversation with her, right? Sometimes we need those nudges because business is fast. As you mentioned, we're constantly changing and, and things move quickly. And let's be real, personal life has a major effect on how we operate at work. So those are the things that people, when we say AI or we say uh, Gen AI, that, that they don't realize that's actually the backend function, right? That's the backend function of providing those recommendations, and another piece, and I know we've got to wrap up here uh, because you've got to go speak, but we also have to visualize kind of the need, if you will. I think oftentimes when it comes to what is the breaking point, we we know that we need something, but we don't know how to visualize it. And for us to have flexibility with change or be more agile, be more agile within our technology, it's really helpful for people like me. I'm a picture person, Julie. All right. I am not, I am not a numbers guy at all. Now I love finance and I love the stock market and I love the, the, you know, studying economics and thinking about the market, but I'm not, I'm not a numbers guy really at all. So for me, it really helps to visualize what that is for our people. And I think that's where we can leverage things like partnerships or we can have these discussions where in the days that I was in construction, I managed projects and spreadsheets, right? Most of my work was in the field. I was very rarely in an office, right? And I had really long days in those days where I really had no insight or ability to see the holistic project I was managing unless it was from a number spreadsheet. Whereas when I had a map out and I, could visualize it. I really reached a breaking point to change the way we were doing business at the time. So this idea of how do we how do we get to the point of visualizing the outcome that we want, whether it's drawing it on a whiteboard or a piece of paper, you know me, Julie, I'm a scribbler, right? I'm a scribbler. I'm like, this is what I want. And I'll show it to like other people. And, and we have to be aware of that, right? Like we have to be aware that we got to get to the point of Hey, if I want to make better decisions, it can't necessarily be from a spreadsheet. It may need to be graphs. It may need to be charts. It may need to be a map with pinpoints on it, whatever that means. Because for people like me, if I'm going to be flexible, I have to see the vision of it before I can start making decisions. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, I, 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 it does. It, it definitely makes sense. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, and I also want to say that when we look at the vision and we think of the vision, we, we typically always go to the negative, what could go wrong. 
Ah, I, I, yeah. I, I want to challenge everybody to ask yourself what could go right sure. um, with, with a partnership rather than just immediately going to that negative. And yes, we do have to wrap up, but there's just a couple things I want to, I want to mention here. Um, first, I want to thank the UK team, uh, the UKG, our colleagues here uh, across the pond um, mm. for, for putting on a fantastic uh, you know, booth display and the conversations. Yeah. I mean, this whole time you can see people talking, you know, it's right. crazy. Right. There's so many Packed. people. Yeah. 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 Um, the other thing um, I, I wanted to mention uh, regarding Google, and I read this on LinkedIn today, um, that mm. Google's about to do away with passwords. I saw that. Um, yeah. Um, how amazing is that? Um, basically, uh, they're going to have pass keys um, right. that are tied to a specific service, um, mm -hmm. and you're going to get prom prompts to create and use pass keys when signing in so we don't struggle to remember passwords anymore. And, and the idea here is because of security. So again, yeah, so many of these things are, 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 are security related. And that's what right. it is because hackers are, are, you know, they're, they're, they're getting more sophisticated every day. Right. So partnering us, partnering with Google, you know, they're, they're at the forefront of safety, security, sure. that kind of thing. Yeah. Last thing I'll say, Chaz, um, this is me um, with sock playing soccer. Yeah. For those of you watching yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. Um, Google here has a, a whole setup where they use AI to determine how good or, in my case, how bad you are at soccer. And by soccer, I mean football. And by football, I mean in soccer. the British sense. Yeah, yeah. And by football, I mean soccer. So anyway, um, yeah. So, so yeah. So I thought this was a this was a great conversation. Um, yeah. For for those of you, if you think we sound different, it's because we're both pretty tired. Um, yeah. But uh, and and you know, um, it's just who we are. Everybody, those we know, we have some loyal listeners, and we appreciate that. Um, you know, who, we we are real, and that's who we are, um, <laughs> and, and that's what we're doing here. So. Yeah. Um, um. What did you find your purpose in, my friend? You know, I, I we we didn't talk about this, so I'll, I'll I'll use this as my purpose. You know, thanks to and shout out to all of our international listeners. You know, we have thousands of customers all around the globe. Where you know, even though Julie and I are based in the states, UKG has thousands of customers around the globe. Uh, you know, so if you're in the area of thinking, man, how do I better manage my people? Right? How do I better manage? You know, maybe it's workforce management, or I'm not getting something that I need out of my HR system, and you want something specific. We have a great product, um, HRSD, that will help you with that. But uh, most importantly, if you are at the breaking point of not knowing where to go, um, ask yourself: Could there be a better way? Right? Could there be a better way? And if it's not through your existing tech stack, or or their you know, a person, maybe find a partner, maybe find a partner that uh, one of your vendors has to really help you leverage what you have currently to, to really help your business thrive. Jules, what'd you find your purpose in? Um, that's not really good at soccer. So, um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, my, my purpose, um, is just that there's so much more to business than just staying siloed as a single right. entity. We have to make sure that we're leveraging um, all of the opportunities available to us. And the yep. way, to, way to do that is to educate ourselves and also to not be afraid to ask for what we need. So I'm going to close this out here, Chaz. Um, don't forget, like, subscribe. Uh, use the hashtag GiveAPurposePod um, on all the social media websites. That's right. Um, check out Google.com. I know you all do every day, right? Um, <laughs> go to UKG.com and also go yeah. to WorkforceInstitute.org for all the latest research. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, Chaz, I feel like we're not even that far away from each other, even You've though we're thousands away. 
You've got to go. You've got to go see Abbey Road while you're there. You've got to go I, see Abbey Road. Time. I'm not going to have time to do any sightseeing, really. But uh, I'm going to uh, get to know our, our colleagues here in the UK because, Chaz, I think there's going to be opportunities for both of us to be here um, and, and, and uh, record these podcasts together in person. And can you even imagine how that's going to go? So, All right. Well, we appreciate y'all for listening. Jules, Thank stay you. safe. We'll see you next you week. Too. Thanks for All listening. Right. Cheers. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.